Welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I am one half of your host, the great and powerful mystery. And I'm the other half of the same host, Jay. And together, we're going to bring you some more wonderful, wonderful freaks of this world. I don't know why we turn into these people when I know, we're we screaming. do the show. We're screaming every other, t- like before and after we scream. But this one? It's the calm moment. Yes, it's that It's that moment Sa- of tranqu- tranquility. Mama Kitty Maba City Cool. Quenya Ma. This is your Quenya Ma. Your oasis in the middle of your desert journey. It's the circle of life. And it moves us all. Okay. That's enough. That's enough of that. Now, we're going to do Humpback Whales again. Again. Pretty much, we're just going to do the same thing, the same episode. Let's just keep revisiting Humpback Whales. Uh, no, we're going to do something completely different about humpback whales that we did not cover our previous episode. So this will be humpback whale part two. Yeah, kind of. Uh, More freaky facts. The guardian angels of the sea. Hmm. So humpback whales have been recorded doing several very interesting things. Uh, basically, humpback whales have been so generationally traumatized by orcas that now they go completely out of their way at every opportunity to make sure orcas do not eat. Hmm. That's pretty fun. But as a benefit for the other animals, it normally saves animals from the orcas. Yeah. And we all now know how the orcas are acting nowadays. Yeah. So in May, so the let's go over some of these. May 2012, a researcher observed a pod of killer whales actively attacking and attempting to kill a gray whale calf and her mother in Monterey Bay. Uh, the calf got separated. Mm. Uh, and it was pretty much once the calf is separated, the mom kind of started leaving because it's it's done. Yeah. Like it's just the a gray whale knows that it's, you know, there's no real. It is inevitable. After the struggle, though, the calf was killed. And what happens next defies explanation. So basically, they killed the calf. And they were going for the mother next. Okay. So that was pretty much mom was trying to run while she could after because they already took her baby. Uh, two humpback whales came out of nowhere and started. There was eight killer whales, and they started fighting with the killer whales while the gray whales escaping. Mm. Uh, not only were they fighting, they were beating the crap out of them, uh, as though the tides were starting to turn. As I think it was like ten or twelve orcas had arrived, the rest of the pod of fourteen humpbacks came in. Oh, shit. Uh, from two separate pods and started beating up all the orcas and keeping them not only from attacking the mother, they kept them from eating the calf. Oh. Uh, and they also pushed the calf to shore. So they saved it? Kind of. So this is an example of weeding out predators. Okay. They took the food option away. So not only did these predators just expend a lot of energy to hunt a whale calf, Yeah. they didn't get to eat anything in return. Gotcha. So big waste of energy. Yes, and that's the whole humpback's goal. Okay. So this this was an amazing first time actually observed uh, in recordable science, to where a couple whales came in to stop this pot of orcas. The orcas start turning on the humpbacks, and then a ton of humpbacks come in. Come back in, yeah. 
and they just start beating the crap out of all these orcas. That's pretty cool. So that's why they're the guardian or the angels of the sea. They've been called the guardian angels of the sea for over two thousand years. Oh, okay. Uh, this has been happening for as long as humans have been recording it. Gotcha. Uh, most common is saving seals, but they've been observed saving stingrays, seals, dolphins, and mostly other whales. Uh, and there's kind of an argument of what's causing this, why this is happening. Uh, they're highly empathic. So that means they have a lot of empathy for other species, yeah. especially other whale species, baleen whale species. Uh, humpbacks have been observed taking in calves of other species, at least like they can't nurse them. But they'll take them in like a mob, like a, they'll take in a gray whale calf. They'll take in okay. a fen whale calf. Uh, humpbacks are kind of the, the middle of the road for baleen whales. They're kind of the in-between for the two major body plans. Okay. They're not the super-sized, long, slender, like semis. Yeah. But they're not the shallow water, more robust, like the grays. Fellers, yeah. Or the bowheads and stuff like that. They're kind of right in the middle. But we think, so the major thing is that they've been hunted by orcas, for so long, since day one, like orcas are famous for separating calves from their mothers. Uh, the moms, a lot of times a humpback mom will drown trying to save the calf. Mm. The orcas will like hang on the backs, like literally like sit on them, the calves and the mother to drown them both. Oh, gotcha. Uh, there's been examples of humpback whales having their tongues ripped out by orcas while they're still alive. Jeez. This has been happening for a long, long time. So, But this is what we speculate. It's so they think it's generational tra- trauma. It's, it's generational trauma. Is it traumatization. Yeah. To where now, humpbacks, being as smart as they are, we're like, if we take out the predators, if we starve them out, they'll all go extinct. Yeah. Uh, to where they like they may not even know why they're doing it anymore. It's just it's, it's ingrained in their DNA now. So there's been one example of humpback whales coming over hundreds of miles away after hearing the sounds of orcas starting a hunt. Mm, okay. So they're one of the few animals, if the not the only animal on the planet, that hears the death sounds of an orca starting a hunt. They go for it. They go towards the fire. Right, yeah. Uh, you imagine, like, these guys, and like I've seen, there's been videos of them saving seals, but there's I think there's more to this than just the genetic traumatization. Okay. I think it lies more on the empathic side. So they just sense distress? Kind of. So when we talked about the first episode of humpback whales, when we did them, we talked about humpback whales saving some divers from tiger shark stalking. Right. Them. Yep. So tiger sharks have never been, ever have been a threat to a humpback whale since never since day one. They're, they're already so much larger. Right. Than they're tiger sharks. Not even on their menu. That, yeah. The tiger sharks aren't. There's megalodons were the last shark that threatened a whale. Okay. A, a true whale. Right. Uh. So there's no genetic, like, you see humpbacks hanging around tiger sharks. They're not scared of them. They're not, you know, it's like, it's just little animals. Right. So for them to go out of their way to save a human from them, that's something different in my mind. That's not this generational traumatization. Right. This is them, uh, you know, pre- that's a predator. I like this thing. This thing's a prey item. Why would they try to starve out these predators? There's no, it's not a thought that they probably are having. It's probably more the empathic side where they want to save the just other protection. intelligent animal. Maybe it's just a maternal instinct, you know? Yeah, it could be, too. So that falls in the empathic side. Right, the, exactly. The empathy. Uh, like I said, they've been observed saving seals, which, I mean, seals are predators themselves. Like, Yeah. I mean, they're like they're like the dogs of the sea, you know, some of them. Uh, did you see that one that tried to eat that girl? Pulled, it in, pulled her in yeah. the water? Yeah. 
yeah. they will eat you. Yeah, I mean, there's and there's wild dogs that will eat you. Yeah, seals seals are not dogs. They're not cute, cuddly like house dogs. They are like wolves. They will eat you. They will crush your bones. Dogs of the sea. Dogs of the just sea. not domesticated. I'm sure if you domesticated a seal, it'd be it'd be like a dog. Pretty loyal. Do your tricks. You know, spin a ball on its nose, just like dogs. Just like dogs. <laughs> You're crazy. Arf, arf. No, so what do you what do you think about this so far? It's it's pretty ain't that pretty neat? It's pretty neat that they actually will protect other animals. You don't view that too much in nature. It's rare. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty rare, and it's been observed for a long, long time. And it's it's just it's crazy to me. It's like a duck adopting baby chicks. Can you imagine? Oh, and one thing I did forget is humpback whales will often go silent mm. during this. Uh-huh. So you can sneak up on the orcas. Yeah. You imagine you're this orca and these just massive... You know, orcas aren't small. Right. Right. Not at all. 30 to 40 feet long. Yeah. You know, they're way more than a T-Rex. And a massive, like, just as big... Bite. The bite is killer. Like, literally. What? Their bite. Orca's bite oh, is yeah. killer. I mean, they have some of the biggest teeth ever, some of the hardest bite forces. Uh, they are currently our largest active carnivore on the planet. Mm, okay. That's pretty scary. Yeah. And they can, I don't even know how fast they can swim, but pretty dang fast. They move quick, and they're, yeah. eating, they're eating the rich right now. <laughs> Is that why it collapsed that? St- okay. Right. Justin uh, sent me a meme of an orca with a chair attacking the Titan sub. With a chair? Like a, like a wrestler, basically. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's pretty funny. Like, we thought it was a implosion, but it was really, or it's like. An orca pulled a chair out from under mm-hmm. the ring and smacked it, yeah. But you imagine the, how bad that day is for those orcas. When you get a whale like bullying you. Well, keep my day. Orcas are nasty animals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're mean. I think between orcas and humpbacks is the human condition. Okay. If you smash those two animals' psyches together, I think that's how you get a human. Hmm. Could be onto something here. It really is. It's really. I mean, there's the pack hunting, the generous ferocity, uh, the the strategic planning that orcas do right to hunt extremely large game the largest game that's ever existed just like humans do yeah and then there's the highly empathic side the caring side the nurturing side the going out of your way to be the defender of the weak and the feeble yeah the other side humans and then they're battling it's it's your black wolf and the white wolf wow that's why orcas are black and white now okay that may be a t-shirt that may be our first freaky fauna t-shirt there we go Will I be like the yin it. and yang, but it's the orca and the humpback. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That that's, may be the first Ricky Fonda t-shirt. I, I mean, pretty good. It might have to be a white humpback whale. There has been there has been white humpbacks. There has been albino humpbacks. They're one of the few baleen whales that get to stay this get to stay alive mm. after they're albino. Yeah, because uh, they have pretty good protection. Oh, good. <laughs> like other animals, like blue whales and stuff, they're on their own pretty much their whole life. Fin whales, minke whales, they have loose pods, and there's only a couple of them. Like, humpbacks have giant pods. Pods, yeah. Giant pods. Like, actual physical bodyguard protection. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, some of the largest animals to ever live. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, what do you think? Who do you think? Is there a bad guy in this? Probably the orcas. No, they're just animals. Still be bad guys. No? Um, they're just following their nature. I don't know. I mean, they could still be the bad guys. I've seen... Uh, How bad... Could I be? I'm just doing what comes naturally. But bad is natural. Bad can be natural. I and mean, you can't have good without bad. It's natural. 
That's a song from the Lorax. Oh, sorry. I have never seen that. It's how bad can I be? I'm just do what comes naturally. I'll start saying that when I'm in prison. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just, I don't know. There's no (laughs) villains in that story. Uh, Orcas. They're not the villain. They're just animals. I mean, it depends on who they're biting. I mean, if they took down this, they're they're pretty much only attacking the super rich yachts right now. Then they're not villains. I just say, uh, there's a meme of like what the government fears. Yeah, orcas. And it's a fisherman grabbing like hands with an orca attacking <laughs> the up. rich. Yeah, exactly. No, humpbacks, the empaths of the ocean. Hmm, that would be a nice shirt. The empaths of the ocean. Yes. Or yin and yang with the. Is Pearl from SpongeBob a hump? She's not a humpback, is she? She is some type of alien whale. Okay. I am not sure what type. Okay. It's pretty cloudy there. Actually, I think she turns. So here, here's a SpongeBob problem for you. Is that like when she gets super hungry, I think she turns into a sperm whale. Okay. Like one of the realistic like arts they did in one of the weird episodes, oh, gotcha. she turned into a sperm okay. whale. <laughs> okay. And... <laughs> they they're not baleen whales, but the, yeah. the the strings under her chin, like the lines, are for the expanding, basically like the pouch, right? In baleen whales, right? Yeah. So who knows? But who her knows big square she... head really points to sperm whale too. Yeah. So who knows? She's a hodgepodge. Do you I mean, know her dad's a crab. Sperm whales either have a right or a left nose, like their nostrils face one direction. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Freaky fun fact. Freaky fun fact. Another whale fact. Sperm whales will probably be next week. Okay. If you look on top of the new computer. Did you see my new pets? I seen them. Yes. What are they? Uh, they look like whales. They are a humpback whale and a sperm whale. Oh wow! How fitting for <laughs> this today's episode. I have been the great and powerful mystery, and I've been Jay. Uh, for this weekend, uh, it's been a little cold and chilly this week. It's kind of a little unseasonal. Uh, we're working on our first lawn chair documentary, and there will be some freaky fauna in this first one. Ooh. Uh, there several of the ones we have planned will will exhibit some freaky fauna, but gotta not have, all of them. Got to have the freaky fauna. It's hard to get the UFO ones that have. We'll find something. Just one of the mushrooms, just put it in the background, like I on have, the little lawn chair or the little table. I have a atmosphere or a high river manta ray uh, poo in my refrigerator right now. Poo. Mm-hmm. We should try to get some of those like Yuri jellyfish. Maybe that'll be next week's freaky fauna. Ooh, Lake Erie jellyfish. Did you know there's jellyfish in Lake Erie? Yes, you've told me. Okay. That's the only reason I know. All right. Well, as you go into this weekend, try to remember there's no such thing as a bad animal. It's just circumstance. That's true. And when try to get outside early in the morning. Catch that morning dew. Maybe you'll see a flying manta ray. Perhaps. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fauna Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.